Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Bichu Kosai. And in addition, every Shabbos is a privilege, every Parsha is a privilege. This week we also have the unique opportunity to finish Sefer Vayikra. Chazak, Chazak, Venis Chazek. It's always a simcha when there's a sense of completion. But of course, in Judaism, completion is never an opportunity, or finishing something is never an opportunity to sit back, relax, and do nothing. But Baruch Hashem, as we complete Sefer Vayikra, we ready ourselves for the journey into Sefer Dvarim. And in this Parsha Bichu Kosa, we have so many different details. The Parsha opens up with such beautiful brachas. But of course, the Torah then goes into the series of scathing and overwhelming clawless curses, which befall the Jewish people in the event that we do not adhere to the word of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the truth is, as a Jew, we always live in the world, right? In other words, we never, as much as we live in our communities and we live in our kihilos, and to a certain degree, we are, we are buffered and cocooned from what goes on in the world in a, in a positive way. Because we have to bolster ourselves and we have to make sure that we have the proper gedarm, the proper protective fences. Because not everything that happens in the outside world is appropriate or good for us. So by definition, the Jew has to spiritually insulate. But we are still members of society. And we are still citizens, those of us who are here in America, of this great country of the United States of America. And so it behooves us to always be part of the events unfolding in our greater country. And we saw the overwhelming events that occurred in Ovalde, Texas, the school shooting, which claimed 21 lives, 19 innocent children, third and fourth graders, just coming to school, just living the lives that we hope every child has to leave from home, come to school, learn, receive an education, hopefully receive the love and nurturing from a teacher, 19 innocent, precious children murdered along with two of their teachers. And we find ourselves wondering what to do. I'm going to speak more about this on Shabbos. But we find ourselves wondering, like, like what are we supposed to do? Because as a Jew, you know, we're conditioned that when something occurs, okay, it's a message from Hashem, what should I do with it? What should I take on? What should I change? What should I do? What should I do more of? What should I do less of? But the truth is, there are events that occur in this world from which we know HaKadosh Baruch was telling us something, but it's virtually impossible to intuit what that divine message is. But the inability to understand something doesn't free us from the responsibility to do something. And that's an incredible thing. So if we find ourselves in the midst of such profound upheaval, in Parashas Bichu Kosai, which a parasha itself which contains the contrast between good and evil, the parasha begins, if you do good, then good things will happen. Chas v'shalom, do bad, bad things will happen. So in this parasha, when we see this dichotomy, this distinction between bracha and klala, and we see such tremendous klala within our country this past week, it behooves us to do something. I understand nothing, but I'm going to try to do something. And one of the things I was thinking that we could focus on a little bit is the Pasuk in the beginning of the parasha. And the Torah, actually, this is the beautiful part of Parshas Bilkos. You know, Parshas Bilkos often gets a bad rap because since it has the Tochecha, the Tochecha, the series of curses, kind of capital or cannibalize the rest of the parasha. And there's so much beautiful blessing. And if you look in the beginning of the parish, the Torah says, this is in Parak Chav Vav, Pasuk Vav, chapter 26, verse 6. The Torah says, V'nasati shalom ba'aretz u'shchavtem ve'in macharit. 
Hashem says, again, when we're doing the right thing, Hashem says, I'll give you, I'll give you peace in your land and you will dwell. There'll be nothing that startles you. They'll even take away bad animals, violent animals. And a sword will not even pass through your land. And Rashi says something so beautiful. Rashi says, V'nasati shalom. Hashem, what does it mean? Hashem is going to give us shalom. Shemer tomru. Shemer tomru. Because a person might say, you know, in the previous Pasuk, the Torah says, I'll give you rain and you'll have food. And Rashi says something so incredibly beautiful. You could have food and you could have rain and you could have money in the bank. But at the end of the day, im ein shalom ein klum. If there's no peace, if there's no shalom, then every other bracha is irrelevant and inconsequential. Without shalom, every other, every other bracha just simply becomes meaningless. You can have money, rain, food, in ain shalom, ain klum. Therefore Hashem says, Vinasati shalom ba'aretz. After Hashem says, I'll give you your rains, I'll give you your bounty, you'll have food, you'll have money, you'll have sustenance, you'll have financial, everything, then Hashem says, by the way, I'll give you shalom. I'm going, to give, I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to give you peace. Mikan shashalom shakul keneged hakol. There is nothing, says Rashi, that is more important than shalom. Nothing more important than shalom. And perhaps this is something that we could focus on in the Shabbos Parshas Bechu Kosai. There is no shortage of reasons to fight. And there's no shortage of reasons to get into an argument, especially, again, when it's argument regarding religion and principles and hashkafas. And, of course, we have to stand up for our beliefs. We always have to. But I'm leaving aside those, those arguments. Shalom bias arguments, a husband and a wife fighting, children fighting, parents fighting with children, children fighting with parents, families fighting, Yerusha, money, inheritance, this set friends getting into disagreement. How many times does it happen in a kehillah, in a shul? Where people argue over pettiness, not in our shul, but people argue over pettiness, over, over, over nothing, over nothing. And Hashem says, I'm going to give you the bracha of shalom. But dear friends, Hashem can give you whatever brachas you want, but if you're not in a state to accept them, then the brachas come, the brachas go. Perhaps what the Torah Kedush is trying to convey to us is Hashem saying, there's no blessing in your life that's meaningful unless you have shalom. And that's something we could work on. If there's no shalom, you have nothing. And we are seeing in this world, we've seen in the events of this week, such a lack of shalom. How does it happen in our world that an 18-year-old just takes a gun and just murders children? Murder in general is incomprehensible. And I live in Baltimore, where unfortunately this is a systemic issue which our leaders have been totally ineffective in addressing. Every single day in our streets, every single day there's bloodshed, every single day there's violence. How does it happen? So on a small scale, it's hard to comprehend. But on a larger scale, 18-year-old boy, a boy, goes and murders children. There is no greater absence of shalom. What we saw unfold in Texas was the antithesis of shalom. The truth is, it's so much more than that. It's evil, it's ra. But on a basic level, it's the antithesis of shalom. 
It's the Shalom means I'm going to do whatever I can to create unity, to create brotherhood, to create achdus. I'm going to do whatever I can to avoid machlokes, to avoid fighting, to avoid hurt. And we witness the antithesis of this. So maybe it's our avoda to kind of bring the pendulum back in the other way and to go out of our way to be people of shalom, to be the kind of people in our relationships. Like I said, it's easy to pick a fight. It might even be easy to win a fight. But the shayla is, is it worth it to fight at all? So the next time you have a disagreement with your spouse and you have that choice in that moment, we all know that moment, that moment where I could escalate or de-escalate. That moment where I could say, all right, it's on. It's on. Let's, let's go. Let, let's have this out. And whether that happens with our friends in our kihila, be a person of shalom. Be a person of shalom. Because nine out of ten times the fight is just not worth it. Nine out of ten times the issue is just not really worth the machlokas. Because as Rashi says, im ein shalom, ein klum. If there's no peace, you could be the greatest Talmud Chacham. You could be learning Dathyomi every single day. You can master Shas. You could have this Chumrah, that Chumrah. You could give Tzedakah. You could do everything. Ein Shalom, Ein Klum. If there's no Shalom, then there's nothing. If there's no Shalom, then there's nothing. And even though we don't know why the events in our world occur, I don't know why, but just because I don't know anything doesn't mean that I'm not going to do something. Let's take this upon ourselves. The Shabbos parashas b'chu kosai. The Shabbos of the tocha, but the Shabbos of the brachas. The Shabbos we're in our country. There's so much darkness. There's so much sadness. There's so much grief. There's so such a lack of void where shalom should have been. There's a void that's been filled with hatred, animosity, barbaric behavior, bloodshed. Let's do our part to swing this pendulum back in the other direction. Let's become people of Shalom. And even when there's an opportunity for Machlokas, an opportunity for butting heads, an opportunity, no, I, I want it this way, let it go. Let it go. And always remember, im ein Shalom, ein Klum. Wish everyone a good and Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.